All right, considering that last week's episode was a little bit serious and it felt like I was hitting it a little too somber, I feel like this time I should at least try and lighten the mood. You know, not be as serious, you know, not seem as pissed. Although I'm not going to lie, this episode does involve me being very salty and very petty to a certain degree. But all in all, it's still the same goodness and it still does involve a little bit of money and some person's relationship. But I will get into that first, but... To kind of kick things off, I want us to talk about men and dicks, and more so the fact that we are actually having strides. Now, according to recent studies, it has become very apparent that the average penis length has grown by about 24 inches, or at least it's grown by about 24 inches in recent decades. And knowing this, armed with this information right now, I have the courage to go and tell every single one of the babes that looked at my dick like it was small, that treated my dick like it was small, to go and suck on an old one. Because guess what? My dick is a little bit bigger. So, in very classic sense, what I'd like to say is you can suck on my... So the clip reads, and I quote, A study done by a professor at Stanford University has found out that the average length of penises has increased by around 24% over the last three decades. According to the research paper published in the World Journal of Men's Health, the average size has rocketed from 4.8 inches to 6 inches. End quote. And you kind of think about it, this is, this is a monumental piece of information that we've received right now. Because, one, there is no woman now that should be able to tell any of the young guys that are currently out there in the sex market that, you know, if they annoy them or if they're shit, they can go for their fathers. Because at the end of the day, you can pretty much just tell them that, you know what, fine, go bang my father, but he probably has less dick. Now, this isn't a dick measuring contest between fathers and sons, but still, when you kind of think about it, she is getting less bang for her buck. Or, you know, less bang, more buck, whichever way you want to look at it. But even then, when you kind of think about it critically, it still works to your favor because she will not get the same kind of pleasure. And I know there's a couple of women and a couple of other people that are going to be like, oh, you know, it's not about size. Oh, it's not about the size of the wave, but the motion of the ocean. But I'm sorry. I feel like this is one of those times when I feel like you all need to shut the fuck up and let us kind of just boost our ego a little bit over here. Kind of the same way we've been doing over the past decades. Because when you kind of think about it, this is one of those times when being called daddy no longer makes sense, you know? Because daddy is supposed to be the guy that, you know, kind of dominates you, kind of almost like a father would, you know, would kind of be the one that you would want to have kids with, you know? But in this case, I feel like you need to be calling him Sonny. Because clearly, Sonny has more dick. Or at least that's how it looks. Either way, this is, I think, the longest I've spoken about dick in a while. And frankly, this is one of the best news that most young guys can ever hear. Like the knowledge that your average penis size has increased, or at least it's larger than people that were 30 years older than you, is actually good news. Because at the end of the day, you know that the 40-year-old or the 50-year-old guy doesn't have more dick than you do, at least statistically. But all that said and done, you do kind of feel sorry for guys for a little bit because in as much as you could say that, you know, statistically our dicks are a little bit bigger, if you have a small dick, you still have a small dick. It's statistically bigger than, you know, the recent 30 years, but at the end of the day, if it's three inches, it's still three inches. So 
As usual, you know the excuse. Keep it short, keep it sweet, and tell them that there's room for improvement once they leave the free 30-day trial and purchase a full package. Either way, I do have a podcast that still speaks towards the benefits of men, and it is called Break Time on West Side, and I probably should have started it with a little less dick, a lot more decorum, and a rhythm that usually kicks things off when I say... Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who still believes that the little things matter, because if she can feel it, it probably works better than a clit. He's a man who still believes that astrology should have been the study of ass. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Danverby. The show is Battle of the Sex, is our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to take a poke at people. I get to try and make some fun out of things. Sometimes people might get mad when I talk about relationships, but I usually still come through with that conclusion. And if you do like what you're hearing, or if you would want to present some sort of improvement or some kind of feedback, or you want to suggest potential topics that we should probably be covering, then the place to send it at is at Breaktime on West Side on IG. The DMs are always open on Facebook. You can also send it to at Breaktime on West Side. The DMs are also always open there. And on Twitter, if you want to slide into my personal DMs, you can slide into them at bagaka the d is the handle they're usually in the description just in case you don't know how to spell any or all of the social media handles that are there and i would be more than happy to respond to you guys asap and you know like keep some of those conversations going because i actually kind of liked how last week's episode actually sort of triggered a response because some guys actually reached out and they were like yo like this episode actually really hit the core and you know like we really felt it to our core and we really sort of resonated with what was said you know there's others where the women will reach out and they're like i really like this or i didn't like that and i actually do love the feedback so keep it coming if you are using an app that allows for ratings and reviews a nice rating and or review would be highly appreciated helps me stay up on the charts and even go up further when you guys get to listen and get to recommend it to other people and give it good ratings and so on and so forth now i have a topic that would get quite a number of guys a little bit pissed off or a little bit you know dumbfounded if they got to hear the entire story of it and i will get to that in a little bit because you know i definitely have some thoughts on that but before i do that i need to bring back something that i was discussing on tweet street this previous episode and it was this whole story of the pads then condoms movement or at least the pads then condoms trend that was trending on social media last week and the thing is while i did that episode i actually hadn't done much research on the entire topic and i was actually talking from a point of questioning the sort of logic that came from sort of the things that were being said and by all means it's not like it wasn't a well done you know like rant or anything but i kind of did go back and there are some bits that i edited out one of them being the fact that i acknowledged that you know i'm saying a lot of these things as i've read them but i haven't really done much research but now i did a little bit of research on this entire thing you know the whole like period pads and everything which admittedly was more or less like one google search i actually did find out a couple of very interesting things on the entire thing now in as much as i spoke about how these guys should you know have the prices subsidized in that entire thing apparently ever since the year 2004 the government has not taxed period products completely like it was actually sort of like a decreed thing you know you're not supposed to tax period products and this is something that's been in effect since the year 2004 
condoms have been taxed and there's still been stuff like import levies and so on which have kept the prices fairly up you know for those of us that still buy condoms besides you know the free ones that we find in the bathroom then on top of that ever since 2011 the kenyan government has been budgeting about three million dollars per year to distribute free sanitary pads in schools in low-income communities so in other words it's not that they haven't been getting free sanitary pads it's just that the money that's been assigned for that has probably not been utilized as well which isn't really a citizen problem it's a government problem you know it's a corruption issue and so on and i kind of also looked a little bit further into that because when you kind of look at the kenyan government's approach to periods and sanitary pads you can actually see that they've really made proper headway because in 2016 they actually gave uh, sanitary pad manufacturers an exemption on VAT on raw materials making the cost of sanitary pads a hell of a lot cheaper. So if anything they're actually doing their best to make sanitary pads as affordable as possible and yet people are still complaining that they should be free. I don't know maybe it's just me but I feel like this is probably just a little too much because the way the senator was busy making it sound was that we actually didn't give too much of a damn about women and periods and shit and yet when I'm looking at the history here it's actually the exact opposite the Kenyan government has over the past I guess up to 20 years been making continuous efforts to try and make the idea of periods or at least the idea of sanitary pads something that's accessible to every single girl now while that's been the case it doesn't mean that the adoption or at least the uptake of sanitary pad use is something that's been done by as many women because i found a 2009 standard article which stated that the uptake of sanitary pads back then was only about 35 percent in kenyan women which means that sanitary pads themselves no matter how much you know effort we're trying to make aren't being adopted as much by kenyan women maybe that could be the fact that you know there's other alternatives like tampons but on the other hand you can say that there's an accessibility issue plus there's some people that have just never really used pads in their lives and they have pretty much managed to survive fairly okay they don't suffer too much because of things like period blood and everything but all in all my number one issue with all of this is that they brought condoms into the mix like i don't see why the hell it is people like bringing in condoms whenever they start talking about pads and how expensive they could be trust me i understand that the cost of living is going up and the cost of sanitary pads has gone up and that's a bad thing but instead of talking about asking the government which has pretty much been running itself broke year on year which still does try to live up to this whole budgetary thing to make pads free alternatively you could just ask the government to incentivize manufacturers and smaller businesses towards making local and cheaper alternatives for sanitary pads which would probably be a lot better for most people as opposed to just the girl child although all that said and done it's unfortunate that me with my google search clearly could speak a little bit more sense than this woman who decided to add a red blot on her white suit but i'm gonna leave it at that because i have guy shit to talk about so let me move it on so on to our main topic of today now while i was on ig sometime last week there was a very interesting post that kind of piqued my interest now 
for those of you all that know i have mentioned the sex therapist known as maurice madeka and the fact that he will post up a lot of the mini stories and case scenarios that he is given on his instagram page now the last time i dealt with a case scenario from his ig page it was a woman who was busy talking about how she didn't feel like her husband was enough of a man and was cheating on him because he wasn't the extroverted type that would leave and go to the bar and drink with people and like talk about sports and shit. Now, the one that I have here involves a much younger person who isn't married, but the situation is still interesting. So I'm going to read the entire thing for you. So the guy says, and I quote, Hi Maurice, I'm 24 and my girlfriend is 22. She's been sexting this older guy who is married. I found his profile on Facebook, he is 46. They have been sharing hurtful things. She told him he is the best sex she has ever had. I would like to share the screenshots of their text. I have treated her so well, how could she do this to me? End quote. Now Maurice said he didn't want to see the screenshots and he sort of asked what the whole purpose of them being together was all about. And the guy continues to say and I quote, I am too young to settle down but I expected loyalty from her as my girlfriend. I work in our family business. I earn well and for the last one year, four months, I have taken care of all her needs. Her mom and dad are separated. I am paying for her college studies and for her housing. I am heartbroken. What should I do? I bought her a new phone for Christmas and now she's using it to fuck this guy. The reason why I texted you for your advice is because despite hurting me, I do not want to terminate her education. I don't think I can keep her as my girlfriend, but I will finish what I started and let her go. My friends want me to lock her to the curb, but I can't do that. What should I do? End quote. Okay, so first of all, there was the response that Maurice Maveka gave on this entire thing, and I will get to that in a bit. But first of all, like, I like how dude is making it sound like it's a case of chivalry. And I don't know, like, this seems like a guy who wants to show that he's a good guy, but he's busy complaining that he's hurt. Like, it sounded like a pretty interesting situation. And I'm not gonna lie, this is something that I feel I could have sorted out in three minutes. But guess what? It's part of the main topic, so I'm gonna take my time on this one. But first of all, is chivalry dead in this particular case? Because, you know, a bunch of guys were like, you know what, kick her to the curb. And, you know, I'm probably about to side with them. Well, to be honest, no. I don't think chivalry is dead. I don't think this guy has it, but I don't think chivalry is dead at all. You know, there's a lot of chivalrous acts and there's a lot of chivalry that resides in quite a number of guys. It's just that if this is what you're trying to allude to as chivalry, I personally do feel like someone here is being fucked. And all the while, there's someone here who's being fucked with. Because clearly, you have to have one of those two situations in this particular story. Now, to kind of give light to what Maurice Madeka said, he says, and I quote, I am relieved that at your age you have a conscience and are willing to stay the course regardless. That's a good trait to have. It helps you make rational decisions opposed to the irrationality found in society. It is unfortunate but it is part of life. You are a young man who is yet to experience more heartbreaks but whatever you do, do not take them to heart. The human emotion we call love is beautiful, however, it is just a cocktail of neurochemicals in our brain. It is an erratic emotion, never allow it to consume you, but at the same time, don't stop eating cake because you are afraid bakeries will close one day. Candles and love, same WhatsApp group. One minute they are shining, next day they are off. I agree, actions have consequences. However, how you handle the negatives in life can mold you into a better man. 
Just like yourself, young people fuck up all the time. We've all been there. If I were you, I would confront her and tell her I am not mad but I am disappointed. Don't deny it, I know you are seeing this older guy. The point of all this is to see her reaction. She'll either be a bitch about it or you will realize as hurtful as it is, she genuinely fucked up. We all at some point rush for thrills that we do or don't regret. This has nothing to do with being nice or soft. It is about whatever you decide you do not move on with a heavy heart. That in the long term will only hurt you. Being an asshole to her seems like a great idea, however in my book it makes you a weak man. Note, whoever we date or marry, it is not their duty to be faithful. It is a choice that they must make to be faithful. Life is full of happy moments and heartbreaking ones. You cannot live life commanding or demanding another human to adhere to your needs and wishes. The disappointments will kill you. End quote. Now, here's the interesting thing. The fact that this guy is making it seem as though it's a rational thing to pay this babe school fees and I'm guessing probably also the housing expenses seems a little bit odd because to me it sounds like the most irrational thing to do right now. Whether you're looking at it from a case of rationality, whether you're looking at it from a case of finances, it's a very irrational thing to do. But I don't know, maybe it's just me that's wrong, maybe I'm the one that is immature and I don't have any understanding, but let's have a pretty good look at it. Because he was considered as a rational being by the fact that he chose to pay for her school fees. And I, on the other hand, think that that's a very irrational thing to do, more so if you're in your early 20s to be more precise. But you know what, I'm gonna make this sort of a battle of rationalities just to sort of show that in as much as I may not seem very rational that there is quite a bit of logic behind whatever it is that I'm saying. Now first of all, it's a case of disrespect, okay? Because you do not disrespect the kind of shit that I have given you, not necessarily even just as a boyfriend but essentially as a financial partner of sorts and then you choose to go do that and you kind of just go away scot-free because we have had over 20 years or at least these two people have had over 20 years of their lives you know or at least over 15 years of their lives to pretty much understand that actions have consequences or in the more trendy way of saying it the more you fuck around the more you find out of which if you are going to make such a move then you better be ready for certain consequences and in this case disrespect if you look at a case or at least a situation where for example this guy went and talked shit to his dad and disrespected his father, then there's a pretty good chance he will be fired from the family business and he'll get cut off, right? Because dude's dad, at least by my assumption, is an African father. So that's most likely going to be an inevitability. And it doesn't matter the fact that you disrespect your father. Like, it doesn't matter if this guy was responsible for you coming to this world and he's paid through all of your school and he's supposed to take care of you the mere fact that you've decided to disrespect him warrants mad punishment especially if you're a boy so you'd probably get cut off all right now this is a babe who you have no special relation with you do not share blood you do not have a baby together you are not trying to set a family you're not trying to marry this babe why exactly would you take up the kind of disrespect that she did to you and still be like, you know what, I'm still going to ensure that her bills are paid for and she goes to school? Like, do you think that that's a particularly rational thing to do by most guys' standards? I don't know, maybe it's just me that thinks of it this way. Then, to go back to the old statement that I mentioned, which is the more you fuck around, the more you find out, actions have consequences, alright? 
So by the time a babe is deciding to go and screw another guy, mind you, you're choosing to cheat on your partner who is paying your school fees, who is paying your rent, who got you a phone for Christmas. By the time you choose to do all of that, then you should probably be ready for the consequences which is you might get cut off and dropped by this guy and you will probably have to fend for yourself. And maybe the older guy was probably ready to take up that burden. But guess what? You're choosing to take all of that shit with you because you're a real man and you're quote-unquote rational and mature. But guess what? While your quest to be rational and mature does seem pretty good, at least by some people's standards, when you think about it in a more practical and realistic way, looking a little bit further ahead, this can open the door to more shit being done to you. Because imagine if this babe apologizes and says she's sorry, it was a mistake, blah blah blah. She chooses to take him back, shorty goes ahead, fucks the same guy or goes ahead and fucks another guy. I'm not saying that she will, but maybe she just decided to apologize so that the guy can continue paying fees. Then she goes on to find out that this guy was still going to pay the fees whether she stayed faithful or not, whether they were together or not, and maybe even the housing expenses because I'm guessing probably she stays nearby or around school. And guess what the fuck happens? She decides to continue screwing other dudes because clearly if she got some amazing sex from this dude, imagine what she could get from another dude, if not the same dude again. Like she goes and she continues banging this older man and or even beyond that she chooses to disrespect you because clearly if she disrespected you by cheating on you the first time and you're still paying the fees then guess what other things that she can do before you decide you're not going to do it. So at the end of it you've pretty much normalized bad behavior and you're pretty much going to be walked on because of it. And guess what's to blame for that entire fiasco? You. The mere fact that you have decided to continue supporting someone after the shit that they did to you. Because let's be very honest, if this woman went and changed her gender to a man, I don't think you'd still be paying her school fees. If it was any one of your other homies that needed assistance with starting a business, I do not think that you would have given this much support to any one of your other homies if it were not for the fact that this person is your woman and she is your girlfriend and you guys have been dating for a while. So at the end of it, this is clearly a case of a young guy who was very lovesick and decided that he was going to do whatever it takes to support his girlfriend because he definitely cared about her. And the unfortunate reality of it is the shorty clearly did not understand it. Yes, she's a grown adult but she's still fairly new to a lot about life so maybe she will end up regretting this shit. Maybe she might use it for a joke or maybe she might talk about how she gave you the biggest L of your life. But at the end of the day, you do have to accept that in this particular case, you didn't have to do that because one, you're not her father and two, you have no particular obligation to pay for her her school fees, regardless of whether her parents split or anything because she was not brought into your life as a charity case. She came in as your girlfriend and thus you must treat it as such. Stop trying to adjust the fucking contract simply because you've been butthurt and you're trying to show a sense of nobility. There is no sense of nobility in you continuing to support a quote-unquote stranger or acquaintance who clearly does not appreciate the kind of input that you're putting to make their lives better. There is no nobility there. That is quite literally simping. And if anything, she will not appreciate what it is that you have done for her no matter how big it is because she clearly does not understand the value of what it is that you have done for her. Because if she did, she probably wouldn't have attempted to make such a shit mistake like sleeping with someone else. 
And to kind of conclude all of this, let me just come back to the whole rationality or the whole idea of rationality and state that we need to stop normalizing some form of bullshit. Because to be very honest, when people do things, in as much as they can be mistakes, people need to understand that actions have consequences. There's a pretty good reason why I will not walk up and start disrespecting my boss and yet I need to make sure I have money to handle my bills. Because at the end of the day, it's not like I'm trying to get fired. So if this babe, who knows very well that there's someone who's busy covering her costs and she's supposed to be faithful with a guy but still decides to go and screw another nigga and goes back to talk about how great it was with them, to be very honest, I don't think she valued it all that much or at least she didn't value the guy and whatever it is that he provided. So to be very honest, I'm one person who never usually says that you guys should end the relationship. I'm not the person that will tell you to break up with someone. But if I was to ever give a situation where I'd say that this is probably a place for you to leave, this would be one of them. I never usually say that you should leave the person and move on, but this is one of those cases that I probably should be stating that. Although, then again, in as much as I might try to be all rational and caring for the mans about this, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm immature and irrational. So I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Facebook, on IG. It is at Breaktime on Westside on Twitter. It is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end, and I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>